JLB Mornings. The podcast. Hey, Laura, I have a question for you. Yeah. At the risk of sounding like a huge can I come into work next day, like after a tattoo, or is it like super painful? I can't put a shirt on, or what's the? Uh, no, I would wear loose clothing, but you should be fine. Okay. Um, we recording? We're recording. Okay, so there, that was the start. Hey, let's go there first. Backstage, Ben. Yeah. Is gonna get inked up, and it's official now because between you and I, there was always conversation, always some ideas in regards to design. Yep. We was we would always uh, kind of revert back to uh, a conversation with our in-show tattoo expert and wearer of many, uh, Lord Gaddis. And uh, Benny, though you won, I won a full sit, so five hours yep. of uh, of whatever I want, which is really cool. I won. Now this is not nothing sneaky happened. It was an Instagram contest. It was he put up um, his own contest. He wanted more followers on a new page, so it was like a like and share sort of thing. He did the draw live, and it was based on the number of who got in there for a share. Right. And it was me, and it's a guy that I actually went to both elementary and high school with. I've known him forever. Obviously, uh, we have not seen each other actually for a very long time, but super pumped. So he hit me up over Facebook, said. Whatever I want, we got to go. And so I've been now thinking it like I've had all these ideas of what I want for a tattoo. So backstage, Sarah got a tattoo when she was like 19 or 20. So did my wife. We got to come back to that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I've wanted one forever. I've just always like I, not a lot of spare money kicking around. And when there has been spare money, a tattoo really wasn't going to be the first thing I'd spend it on. Yeah. And they're not cheap, right? They're not cheap for sure. And like, and they shouldn't be in many, many ways. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Depending on what sure. kind of vibe of tattoo that you yeah. want. If you're just in for the jokey ones, then yeah, they can be a little bit of a bargain deal. But generally, uh, you really do put your money where your ink is. Yeah. and I, th- He's been a lifetime. Like he was dabbling with tattoo artistry. In high school, but he's done it full time since then. So he's very well qualified. I told him that uh, this is my first, so he's going to be my first. And he said, I've been a lot of people's firsts. It's all good. <laughs> I like that. It's been great. But it's so funny because so I've been putting together ideas of what I want. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do was the uh, Downey Wenjack logo, like Gore Downey's hat with the, mm-hmm. with the, the feather. feather. And he said he's actually really wanted to do that for a long time. Nobody's asked him to do that. So he's Love. excited to do that. I said another thing I want to do, as nerdy as it is, is the Hylian Shield from Legend of Zelda. Because that is like my whole childhood and now my kid's childhood now too. There is a strong connection with yeah. the Zelda series and me. So I told him I wanted to do that. He's like, no way. I'm playing Ocarina of Time right now with my kids on the Switch. So like... Yes, this is a lot of stuff is kind of parallel right now, which is awesome. So, yay! I know that it's uh, pro tip for tattooing: I think it's such a fun experience when the tattoo artist is genuinely stoked to tattoo what you want. Yeah, yeah. Like I know for my very first tattoo, had a, I have a giant seahorse on my leg, but it's in color, and I remember my artist was so happy because normally people lean towards black and white, which I totally get why. Like it fades a lot better in many people's opinions. Right. Um, but he was like, it's so nice to just be able to mix it up and do something colorful because all my paintings that are in my studios, they're not in black and white, they're in color, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. So I feel like you're going to have the best time. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited for you. Yeah, Jeff too. Kelly is going to be the next one to get a tattoo once he finally figures out his design in the yes. next 50 years. So <laughs> I want it to look as clean as possible so I might not get it till I'm 50. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just undecided. I have too many ideas. And then the other thing is, I don't know if I would look good with a tattoo. That's the other part. I think everybody, I think you look better everybody with Everybody looks good with tattoos. Yeah, it's an yeah, I feel like everybody I don't know. I saw a fella. Get a good tattoo and you'll look good with it. Th- thank That's you. Yeah, yeah. Would you deem a 
uh, energy drink logo on your shoulder as a good tattoo? No, it's For a. Some people might think it's, it's a good. characteristic. It's a it personality does, trait. Yeah, it lets you know real quick what your what your type is. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing a guy at the gym years ago with a giant old Vienna OV beer logo. <laughs> On his back. <laughs> Ooh, wow. That's a good That one. used to be the go-to beer that we used to make porch crawler with on my beer league baseball. Like, that is the, that, even when my baseball team is saying that's yeah. the lowest of the low yeah. beers, I think even Bush Ice is above that. OV Whew. was popular in Chatham-Kent because um, people who were underage would go and order it because nobody underage, like, you'd be like, I want a Coors or a Budweiser or something like that, but if you ordered OV, you wouldn't get ID'd because nobody should yeah. be ordering OV. You look like a really <laughs> old yeah. or really young 41. <laughs> so can we touch on the uh, tattoo etiquette? Because this came up a, a many moons ago, Laura, in the, there are times where I have seen someone's ink and I've always, I've never said anything, but in my head, it's the old, wow, I want to ask them where they got that done. I don't want to ask the story behind it. Cause I know for some people it's extremely personal. Yeah. Others it's not, but also if you've got it on display, you can't really be taken aback if someone goes, Hey, just curious about your tattoo. Because obviously you would assume most people are into it and they really like it. So you're saying, what would you ask them then? Yeah. Yeah. What's, is what's it appropriate? Ed- yeah. Is yeah. it appropriate? If, if you're at the checkout of the grocery store and you see uh, the, uh, the employee with a really sick sleeve or a couple of really neat tattoos. No, but nothing wrong with asking about somebody's tattoo. I do think that's a compliment. I'm just saying, if you ask me what the meaning behind my tattoos are, I'm going to troll the sh- out of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's just you. I'm going to give you the wildest answer. That's the question for me. And not a lot of people are bothered. It's not like I'm bothered by that. Yeah. I'm just going to troll you because, you know, the assumption that everybody needs to have this super deep, meaningful thing. It's such a weird, weird kind of like double standard that we live in when it comes to like body modification of any kind. Right. It's like nobody ever asks me what the meaning is behind my bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Good it's call. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, people got a, some people on our socials got a little butt hurt that I got a, a vampire facial a week and a half ago. They're like, oh, my gosh, how, why are people so youthful doing this to this, their face? I'm like, I've had braces. I dye my hair every single month and I have a ton of tattoos. What is the difference? Yeah. So I think, you know, that's why it's an interesting question. But I think if you ask somebody, where'd you get your ink? Love that ink. Blah, 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 blah. No, that's such a compliment. All right. Such a compliment. All right. I, I want to learn it all before I, if b- before and or if you I can stack Well, what do you want to know? I can tell you what I Well, that was I kind of, that, that's the biggest question because I see stuff and I'm like, ooh, I could do something that in my styling, but in uh, not that design, but I'm trying to like, I like that font or I like the placement of where they decided to put that on their arm. Mm-hmm. If, does that make any sense? Yeah. It does. And I will say it's not like I, just to give you a visual, if you're somebody who's super tatted, it's not, I haven't worked my way up to my sleeve yet, but I have gotten a couple tattoos by a couple different people in a couple different countries. And I... Knowing like that my brother-in-law is a tattoo artist, I think I've learned a lot from him in just what to look for in a good tattoo as well. Yeah. Like when I got my first tattoo, I would have never have thought to look at somebody's line work and see, are these lines even on each side of the drawing? Not talking about shading, talking about somebody's actual line work, because you can tell when somebody has a heavy hand and can't keep those lines the same thickness or somebody is maybe too light. There's also a really interesting thing going online, and and male tattoo artists, this is not a diss to you, it's just what I'm reading a lot about on the internet, is that female tattoo artists tend to have a lighter hand, and those tattoos 
still end up with the same result, but end up being a lot less painful for people. So it depends on your type of style of how you tattoo as well. It depends on who you learn from. And it's all about practice. You got the little pig skin on the go. It's just, they're all really interesting things to think about, but you don't really... It's definitely a learn-as-you-go experience, and it's definitely worth doing a ton, in my opinion, especially for your first one, it's worth doing a ton of research, unless you want to be the person that just kind of treats it like stickers and have the goofy ones or don't mind having one that maybe doesn't heal so properly. Like, you know, it could go either way. It's really your choice. Would a lighter hand on it, would that fade quicker, do you think? Like, is there an ink-to-heaviness of hand ratio sort of thing? Mm, I wouldn't. No, exactly. But I'm going to say no, only because I know friends who have gotten ink around the same time as me uh, done by a woman, though. And it's healed great. Like she got a big Mandela on her shoulder and it's got a lot of even more delicate line work as well. And it's really healed up nice and it hasn't faded in any weird way. And she's not even like me. She doesn't wear sunscreen properly. It's so frustrating. (laughs) She doesn't protect her tattoos at all and they still look great. But I think... We had this issue on the show about a year ago when, before I went to Brazil last year, I remember me telling you guys I found this um, Chinese tattoo artist in LA. She has like Chinese style tattoo, super thin lines, really intricate. A line that is super thin like that is not going to heal properly. It's just too thin. Once your body absorbs some of that ink, it's going to basically look very, very, very faded very, very quickly. There are also other spots like your hands, like places that you wash more often or get like bumped and hit more often. They're going to fade quicker than other parts of your body as well, like the inside of your arm. Right. So my wife, she uh, sneaky got a tattoo at 16. She lied since she was 18. They took her mom's note. Her mom's note has permission. Sure, sure. So uh, Was it the Playboy bunny? No, no, no. So think (laughs) of uh, down uh, near your pelvic bone. So on the right side is- uh, ish, yeah, where you're- uh, uh, Like kind lower of, hip. Think of what, no, uh, up above it, hip where bone. you're, if you had appendix, your appendix taken out, they would have to cut through that okay. tattoo. Yep. But she got it done on the other side. So that would be on the left side. <laughs> Fine and well when you're 16, but two kids later, it says made in blah, blah, blah. It does <laughs> not say made in Canada. The leaf is destroyed. It, lo- it looks like it went through a wood, wood it's, chipper. It's yeah. a late fall of oh, that yeah. uh, leaf now. Yeah, it <laughs> about to fall off the tree. It's a mess. So she's just holding on for a tummy tuck to get rid of that whole thing. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, that's the. That was my thing. Like, I have fluctuated in weight and overall girth quite a bit <laughs> over the past several years. But my arms really haven't a yeah. lot. So what I wanted to, because I won a full sit. So I won a five-hour sit of however much I can get into that basically. So I want to start a sleeve. I have all these ideas of what I want like the main pieces to be and then I think waves to uh, like tie it all together because oh, I want nice. I'm going to get a couple of water themed things Laura you and I were talking off the air about I want to get a Kraken and that was something that you had thought about too. So yeah, like a Kraken theme throughout it too. Yeah, I love obviously Though I'm not yet a captain, someday I'm going to be captain of a of a vessel. <laughs> Whatever it I might be. I dare you. Why don't you get Tentacles on your testicles. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love this guy. I don't know that I trust Would you like to see my Kraken? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. Could you, pardon to be too graphic, could you tattoo the testicles? You can also people tattoo your asshole. Yeah. Well, I, that yes, I'm aware. Some people get a little sun, like, you know, like the tribal sun. Yeah. They get around their booty hole. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, you, that you could totally do it. You is... would be in extreme pain. I would. Well, it's like tissue you know paper. What? Yeah, a lot of true. nerve endings there. Uh huh. I think 
Now, okay, well, I am going to get a little graphic for a second, so I'm okay. sorry to you. You might Hit want us. to skip ahead a couple what minutes. What do you got? Um, <laughs> I feel like on a on a on a on a pair. Okay. The way that you would tattoo them, you'd have to lay them out on a flat surface and kind of stretch them out. <laughs> oh, yeah, to stretch, yeah, yeah. You know, like in art class when you got to stretch the canvas before you paint on it? That's yeah, kind yeah. of what I'm stretch picturing. The clay. Yeah, yeah, it'd have to be a warm uh, locale, too. You can't put it on, on like cold, <laughs> right. cold steel <laughs> oh, table or yeah. anything like that. And that shrink right back in. <laughs> a little bit colder. It's fresh yeah. sanitizer, so. It's, it'd be, do the reverse of a sea monkey. <laughs> Oh, that would not go so well. Oh, no, yeah, you don't want that. I, uh, yeah. I think I'll stay away from that area. I might just stick okay. with the Okay, well, now. you know, it was just an idea, I guess. Or why don't you get, like, a? I love funny tattoos where they work with your body anatomy. Yeah. I really I really don't like, I'm going to say this right now, I don't like it when they make, like, a cat's butthole line up with your belly button or your nipple. I really don't like that one. I don't what about the little guy lawn mowing either a bald spot or, like, right above where you start mm-hmm. shaving down? In the, that's very fun. Yeah. I love the, like, Tumblr famous giraffe licking the nip. That was a really fun one. <laughs> oh boy! Um, oh, the one that's Tom York's eye, like his one like eye. Oh yeah, whatever it is, and that's a nipple. But the nipple shape is like a winking nipple, so it kind of works out perfectly. Wow! Wow! Stuff like that is really funny. You could do. I I really love this. One of my uh, former hairstylists had a tattoo that was a butterfly, but it would its wings would open when your arm was straight. Oh, that's cool. But when yeah. your arm is bent, so like your elbow is creasing right there, you know, you almost have like an elbow crack. The bug was like still one piece, but together. And I really like tattoos that's like cool, that, yeah. but you really have to find, that's one of those ones where you'd really want to research the artist. If you wanted to incorporate a tattoo into my body, Jeff, actually bringing it back to one of the tattoos you mentioned earlier, I could probably get the monster three stripes and my stretch marks in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, They're already kind of built in there. We're good. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm excited. I'm a, so. What's the timeline? All of this? Uh, it's going to be a Monday, and it could be probably within the next month or so. I think he said he's booked. <laughs> he's booked throughout March, so beginning of April, we'll try to get that. Yeah, as Laura Love. said too, like a, a nice late winter, early spring one is a great way to get great time to get it done because that way I don't have to be stuck indoors throughout the summer. Pardon my yawn, just extreme uh, fatigue. Is he <laughs> uh, St. Thomas Chatham? Where are you headed? Uh, I think he's London-based, oh, actually. He? Yeah, oh, he nice. used to kind of float between London and St. Thomas, and he would then also, because he's got gear that he could just pack up mm-hmm. and travel, he would go down and do sessions in Chatham, too. So hilarious how how parallel we've been for so long. If I, I'm still pushing, because I got denied on that, uh, just the ballot entry for the New York City Marathon. <sighs> if, if I get into another one, I'm thinking Chicago, maybe Detroit if I have to, on a third string. But I thought then at that time I would get a tattoo, but I'm going to get it up on my up on my thigh. So like I'll see it. My wife and our girlfriends will see it. <laughs> Love. Like, but just that's a great location. But I that's had an the, English teacher with a tattoo up there. Meow. <laughs> but it's just great. one of those. Like so, think of and this is not. But I like the idea of it. Ryan Reynolds. If you have not Googled Ryan Reynolds' leg tattoos, have you seen all? Oh, he's of, got a ton mm-hmm. of tattoos. It, yeah, they're yeah. all over, and it's yeah, it's like a suitcase with a sticker. That to me feels a little more of my vibe because that is my mind. It's rather erratic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I do understand themes and flows of stuff, but I work with so many moles and freckles. They just take chunks of my skin off. So it makes sense for me to get little stickers, phrases, things that- Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's called patchwork. Yes. I would definitely have to go the patchwork route because like even my back, I mean, if you wanted to have some fun and connect the dots- 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a pirate so, ship and yeah. some treasure or something. <laughs> That's where I am still internally conflicted. Like I've always known I will get a sleeve and I don't know. For me, the way that my body's working, it's like one side of me is going to be coloring. The other side is black and white. It's just kind of how it's worked out. I don't mind that at all. That's cool. I've always known I've wanted a sleeve or at least a quarter sleeve, but still torn on the like, should it be patchwork or should it not? Or like you were mentioning with the Ryan Reynolds thing, Jeff, I love actually right now that I can basically in the wintertime, mm-hmm. unless I'm flapping my arms out, like it's, <laughs> I guess my one back of the, t- oh, I just forgot a bit of tattoo. Never mind. I was going to say up until last year, they were pretty well hidden. And that's always fun. It's a bit of a power move when somebody thinks that you're tattooless and then all of a sudden it's summertime and they're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Check out that ink. Yeah. That's the other thing I'm wondering is, I don't know, I don't think my parents listen to the podcast, but they don't know yet. So I was almost wondering of just like surprising them next time we go That's down the to the pool go. in like May or June, whenever it opens up. Might be my go-to yeah. power move for tattoos is I show up at my grandparents' place <laughs> and I take whatever piece of clothing off that they need to see this tattoo and I just show it to them. <laughs> and it's funny because I've had cousins hide tattoos for like months from my grandparents. I was like, nope, you get what you get. And, and Nanny's reaction is normally, well... I wouldn't do that, but it looks great. <laughs> hey, that's great. That's a good answer. You know what? Yeah. She's in. She's in for yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what? Super cute idea. Like, I know you two have both kind of like thought about kid themes for your tattoos, but I'm so jealous. Shout out to my cousin, Sarah. Um, my grandpa always says any better and I couldn't handle it. Love and that. she's getting that in my grandma's writing. Oh. Such a good tattoo. Love I was like, that. I might have to Love copy that. that. She's like, deal. No problem. No problem. Yeah. My first tattoo was always going to be backstage Sadie, even at this point now, it's a few years ago. She was doing like spray paint coloring and that sort of thing. And she did a perfect Bowie bolt but it looks like it's been spray painted over in like graffiti style. It looks awesome. I love it. And I'm going to get it on my other arm still, the one that doesn't have the sleeve. But it's so brightly colored. It's like watercolor style. And this tattoo artist, the one thing I rem- I'll never forget when he said um, there are three kinds of tattoos he won't do. He won't do any hate symbols. He won't do any religious symbols. And he's like, and I won't do watercolors because I hate watercolors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Love the a- honesty, though. Yeah. That one is strictly because of how they heal. Like some people, some tattoo artists love doing watercolors. I had a friend get a watercolor bear on her back, but basically less of a like a light color, but just no outline. And she's not happy with how it faded. I think it still looks really good on her, but she's somebody who who gets really tanned in the summer. So mm. I think because she's such a sun lover, it's really faded. Your upside down uh, swingers pineapple that you have. It's that's not a swingers pineapple. Brightly, the one that's, that's brightly the colored. Is that water? Would Be you consider prepared. That? <laughs> Be prepared, regardless of what sexual group takes your tattoo in the future, be prepared to stand by it. I had to, so I have to, with the Zelda connection, I was just going to do the Triforce, except that's for the Illuminati now. (laughs) Three triangles, it didn't used to be. That's the thing. Be prepared if your tattoo becomes a swinger symbol, Mm -hmm. a meme, or something, think about that before you get it. Is this a tattoo that you will still stand by or will you be like, yeah, you know, no, I got I'm, this. I'm, I'm blah, cool blah, with blah. everything that I've decided. Um, but anyway, no, this is not a watercolor tattoo. This is outlined um, and healing quite nicely. It's my little Carnival pineapple. I got it the first, uh, did I get it the first time I went to Brazil? I did get it the first time I went to Brazil. Um, really cool experience. Like there's a couple, I, I do encourage people to get tattoos in other countries. It's fun to see the different art styles. Like there's a couple tattoo artists I follow from Poland that do really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Um, it's fun to get a little ink around the world. Why get a fridge make it ma- magnet when you could just get a tat? Yeah, love that. Well, I've had to bring Reese keychains back because up until now she's been a minor, so I can't get <laughs> a tattoo. <laughs> but why I, don't you get a tattoo on a sunburn and then just peel off the oof. skin and frame it for her? You know, I between <laughs> both my kids, I see. Reese getting something small and memorable, and I feel like Claire is going to have face tattoos like post gonna Yeah, full on. Oh. Teardrops. <laughs> all, and all, and uh, her mom and I have said, and, and you know what? When you're an adult, you can really do whatever you want. You know that. I just, we said, keep it off the face and neck. If you oh, want, see, I'd love a neck tattoo. I, Guilty. Mm, again, and in personal preference, it's not me. I'm not overloading my kids on all of this. Uh, or those that have it, great. Like, you do you. You live your life. I don't care. But I'd said to them, only because as you get older, like, it's one thing to have a tattoo in your arm fade out and not be awesome. But your face is, it's the first thing people see. It's... And but now even like his workplace, remember it's like cover your tattoos. No one cares. No, no, no one cares. cares. It's no, amazing no cares. in the past like twenty years yeah. how far we've come to it's still being like tattoos still being kind of taboo twenty years ago. Yeah. To nobody cares. Nobody cares. Well, no, I, I think the only industry that I know of that still does not let you have a single tattoo is the Canadian military. No tattoos. From really? what I know, at least yeah, from somebody who applied. Or Visible, I don't know right? if they considered her butterfly to be a, like, actually, you know what? I'm mistaken. I think they considered a butterfly or something that she had to be a gang symbol. Oh, I was going to say, I think I know some military guys that have. Yeah. It's so like I, a, I'm, and you know right what? A, that's why. Because they get the lion and the clock and the, and the, and the yeah, rose. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But also keep in mind, there's countries like Japan where most tattoos are still considered gang symbols. So you won't be able to go in some bathhouses and stuff like that because of your ink. I'll manage. <laughs> See, for me, it's like I want to go to, to Japan, do my little tourism thing. Then maybe yeah. I'll get a tattoo before I leave. There you go. Brilliant. That's fun. I like that you bring something back and it sticks with you because yeah, as though I referenced those keychains, I think she's down too. She can't find them. And I'm pretty sure her sister sold them on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Punta Cana one really brought it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a big the money. The sand is everywhere. Well, and that Vegas one, the spinner with the yeah. chrome on it. That, guy, that was some big uh, cash on that uh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> let's uh, let's touch on, we cut into swear words today, and we always bleep them out here just for the sake that there might be little ears, and if you're streaming this through your house and your smart speaker, awesome, don't want to upset you, but it, it went back to our, our childhood, and well, I got gamed. I got gamed by, again, I'm, I'm my, my youngest child, and we've talked to this in the show because Benny implemented the same kind of strategy and tactic Love that our rule with the kids, listen, you want to swear, no problem. When you start paying taxes, you can swear. So that, it's twofold. It lets us as the parents have some freedom to kind of say what we need to and want to. Um, but then on top of that, it's uh, it's the whole um, controlling that mechanism. Oh, we're just getting a note. So yeah, Laura's got a jet. So Benny and I, we'll, we'll continue on. Bye. Kay. I'm going to go on the theme of swears, make like a tree and well, yeah, we can bring back some of the uh, uh, the conversation from, from earlier in the show. But yeah, it's twofold. So Sarah and I have the ability to, to swear and use those words when required, needed, wanted. Yep. But then the kids have some boundaries. It's not that you can't swear. We're just trying to slow that down because then once they hit 16, 17, 18 jobs, then, then it'll be all over the place. But then I discovered 
that my youngest was a little sweary on the bus. Oh, yes. Caught some video, heard a few words, but then equally, it was all of the kids. It wasn't just one yeah, or two. Yeah, that's just That's it. the environment. I mean, like, we were guilty, too. We just didn't have sure phones. That's why our parents didn't catch us as early as, as we are. I remember being on the blacktop back in the day, yep. grade, I don't know, probably four or five, and I was like, I was a, a good kid. I didn't really stir up a lot of stuff in class, but I remember- one of the kind of tougher kids came up to me during recess was like, do you even swear? Like, do, are you even cool enough that you swear? And I was like, yeah, I do. And everybody <laughs> lost their minds. I remember that I was like, oh, wow, it is pretty cool to swear. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got a job on the radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, people like when I say stuff. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't recall the first time because it was so frequent. I was... I don't want to say the the bad kid. I was high energy. I yeah. couldn't really sit still. I had a lot going on. And then, but I heard adults swear, and I heard the reactions, so I picked that up too. I'm loving it. Like I, I have heard as my kids have been growing up and being with kids of various influences, I guess. And sometimes I hear kids swear, and it's still funny to me, if, if, especially if it's not my kid. I just hear some other kids swear. It's funny. Then I hear when they're trying to be really raunchy, and it's like, yeah. Then they were having sex. With boobs, all these things that I hear—it's the best. I love that sort of stuff. But backstage, Ollie—the first time I heard him swear, where it wasn't almost like, like sure, you know, like yeah. you got to get yeah. it out of your system or something like that. Go ahead. He was with his friends. Um, it was actually backstage Sadie's birthday. We had a beach party last year, so he had a couple of his friends around, and I was just wandering around, like picking up garbage and that sort of thing, and. I'm just walking behind Ollie and I hear him say, yeah. And then I told him to shut the f up. And I, and the way he said it, like so casually, I was shocked, but his friends saw me and they were like, Oh, and Ollie kind of turns around. I didn't even break my gate. I just gave him a little push and I was like, Hey, and like, and that sort of thing. I didn't hit him, yeah. but it's kind of gave him a little nudge. And then, you know, afterwards it was like, that was the discussion of respect. We've said it so many times now, context, respect, you and your friends are obviously going to say this kind of stuff. Don't say it around teachers. Don't say it around your elders, your grandparents, that kind of thing. Like yeah. maybe just try to. And I, I don't cool. think our parents had many uh, much of a mindset uh, difference to where we have it today. Same thing. It's just be selective. For sure. I didn't tell this on the air because I would have had to do it in advance, get the bleep because we don't do bleeps live. That's a shocker. Yeah. Uh, we don't have that uh, function, so we have to record something, bleep it if we want to play it on yes. the air. So this goes back. Uh, we were selling our house in in Westmount, and the lay. Cute house, but the layout was a little wonky on the main floor. So we went through showing after showing after showing. House was on the market for seven months. Oof. So think of having to keep it tidy. Yeah, yeah. At the time, thankfully, only one doggo, but it was just a lot. And the kids, I'm trying age-wise, I can do the math. Claire oh boy, was three were, and a yeah, half, four. Yeah. And then Reese was, they throw five years on top of that. Yeah. Anyway, so we're sitting down the, the street. So our house is back, about three or four houses. We're facing away, so I just have to look through the rear, rear view mirror. People are on their second showing. They brought the whole family and the agent, the agent's assistant. There's probably seven to ten people in the house. Holy. So they asked for half an hour. No problem. This was after a series of a couple of showings. So yeah. The guy, we have some showings, and our agent goes, oh, and you have a second showing. They're pretty serious. Awesome. Yep. We hang. We kill some time. We get some Timbits. We do whatever. And then we're like- Okay, it's 45 minutes. Like, we gave them a 15-minute buffer. They're still there. Then we hit the hour mark, so they, we call our agent. Hey, do you want to just inquire? Because kids are getting hungry. We gave, If they needed more time, we would have booked it. Yeah. But I don't want to leave and go 20 minutes to get something to eat, and then they're like, oh, we're all done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So Claire's in the back. She's being real quiet. She's just, but the dog, dog's kind of half sleeping. Claire, she unbuckles out of the booster. She comes up between the seats of Sarah and I. We're like, hey, kiddo, we're almost, I know, I know you're bored. I'm just, just a few more minutes. We'll be back in the house. I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay, buddy, can, can you hold it? No, no. Claire, like three minutes, two, three. You know what? As a parent, you lessen yeah, it. Yeah, to, oh, of course. To, yeah. You're trying they to have just no play the mind game. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to relax her bladders. You know, I don't have to pee pee. Like, oh, you got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And then we wait. Thirty seconds later, I'm gonna sh my pants. <laughs> to hear a four year old say, "I'm gonna sh my pants," we because here's the great part. So she is only twelve. She remembers that. We oh, all amazing. we talk about it frequently to that's keep so that memory funny. fresh, but I'm gonna shit my pants oh, out of the best. mouth of a squeaky little mouse voice. We died the whole car because Reese was old enough to know what shit was a swear word. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh my, <laughs> this will be oh, something that. that you know we talk at a graduation or for he, sure ever becomes a boss. Ollie, so despite the fact that he swears around his friends, he is very sensitive to it around still. So neighbor Rick has no filter at all. So they actually set up a deal between the two of them that Rick yep. gives him a quarter for the swear jar every time he does. <laughs> Rick brings like a roll of quarters anytime he comes <laughs> over. He also there are times where. Um, Especially in like spring and summer when the kids are outside playing. If it's after school, it's or they're home for the summer. Um, I get home and I want to get some stuff done around the house. So I'll throw on some records. I've always got a record playing of some sort. There are a few I won't play with the kids around. A lot of my heavier hip hop stuff. Sure. You know, run the jewels, ice cube, that sort of stuff. One day, Ollie was out with his friends. They had just walked outside. So I threw on an older ice cube record. Yeah. And I'm, I've got it blasting. I figured I can get probably 20 minutes before he comes in. And all he comes in and just to grab like a drink or something like that. And it is a barrage of swear words. Like it is, just, I don't even know that there were lyrics in between every conceivable awful thing you could say. And all he comes in and he just stops. He's like, what are you listening to? And I was like, oh, this is, uh, this the is dictionary. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> so this is ice cube. Give me a second. I turned it off. But now. Anytime he hears a swear word on a record, he looks at me and goes, are you listening to Ice Block again? <laughs> Good old Ice Block. Good old Ice Block. Not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. That's <laughs> when he melted, he became the cube. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> oh, Ice I Block. I love it. Oh, we had man. so many interesting stories of, of people. That, the youngest swear that someone recalled was the age of two after their grandpa had gotten onto uh, the phone and then gotten a fight, a verbal disagreement with someone. Yeah. Then this uh, texter, I don't think it was Elizabeth. There's a lot. Anyway, she memorized that. And then when her grandma and mom came home, so that was funny. just rapid, sh like double barrel, pum, 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 pum. So funny. I Is there anything funnier than a well-timed swear by a little kid? No, it's great. It's glorious. My TikTok was filled with that for a while because it was oh. just so funny to watch that. It's always so innocent. It's like... It's adorable yeah. and raunchy at the same time. It's great. And when they get the emphasis at the right point of the yeah, word in the yeah. conversation, like with conviction. Remember the little British kid that they're like, wow, look at that. I think they were at a zoo or something like that. And they're like, look, it's a giraffe. And he just goes, F off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, this could go on for, for hours. Oh, I know. I love it. And hours and hours. And, and yes, and, and if I, in, in choppy fashion, didn't fully highlight the rule that I'd use. And I wish I, I remember it was, did I read something or it could have been on a podcast, but it's that whole pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah. It's under the guise of a part-time job because you have a, a certain level of maturity. Now that was younger for us because I'm going to age myself. 
I had a paper route when I was 11. Mm-hmm. Kids don't have paper routes. Now, there are a few that'll have the flyer route, but now flyers that go, they just did a deal with Canada Post, so they end up in the community oh, mailbox yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. But that was a sick job for me. I'd put oh, on my yeah. rollerblades, buzz around. I'm sure swear from time to time when needed. Probably. And then yeah. I'd dish those out. But now with kids, like it's 15, 16-ish before they get jobs. And then my kid was telling me, because she, she gets called for shifts. She loves the hours. She at minimum works four shifts a week. She could work Good seven for days. Her. That's great. Yeah, but she's like, I'm burning out. Well, yes, that's a thing. The volume of kids that take the job and never show up, or kids that have been employed for a few months on it and then just like, yeah, I want the weekend off. It's Friday. Yeah, I'm going to head home now. So what do you what do you mean you're leaving now? You're at work. At the risk of sounding like a very old person, yeah. I just saw a posting for a delivery driver at Domino's. Okay. And they, like, on the posting, it was fully, it's $16 an hour, uh, $1 for every delivery, and okay. you keep all the tips. I thought that actually sounds like a pretty good beginner's job. Sure. 16 bucks an hour is nothing to scoff and at. And it's freedom because you're out of the store. I, I, so I worked at Domino's in okay. high school. But so there's the thing. The delivery drivers are then expected to help close when they're done. So they go in, yep. wash up a little bit, whatever, you know dishes, floors, that kind of thing, help with all that sort yeah. of stuff. That is where everybody was like, oh, hell no. I'm a delivery driver and you expect me to go and help you clean up afterwards? So it is like, it's almost now we're talking about, sure, it sounds like a great job, but it's like, wait, we want to do extra work? They're still getting paid for it. Yeah. That's that... where it's like, what? Or like then throw in like $20 flat fee cleanup. You know what that'll do? You'll be cleaned up and done in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, And for then sure. it's very much worth your time. Absolutely, yeah. I think a little tweak to that can make it work. It could, but I, I didn't think that that was all that bad of an offer in the first place. Like it seemed like that's just, that's more hours, if nothing yep. else. It's at least yep. another hour. So still you're looking at 16 bucks that way, tip free, I guess. But it was, you know, just as you're saying when, you know, they want either the weekends off or yeah. there are evenings where something's going on, they don't want to go to work. This was like, it seemed so great right up until there was like, oh, wait, I'm not just driving around. I got to do some sweat in this. The other part to that, I wonder, because again, age, but tips, even up until just a couple of years ago, it was always a couple of toonies, a loony, a five or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's just tapping now. So that has to go back. That's computer track that's in the system. So if work... I'd be curious to know, are they tacking those tips, your totals, onto your pay stub at the end of the night? So this this posting said you get cashed out at the end of the night. So they know how many. You get the dollar for your delivery, which, by the way, I mean, I'm pretty sure delivery is like five bucks for a lot of Domino's now. Some, yeah. You know, but um, you get a dollar per delivery, all your tips, and then you get that cash at the end of the day, which seems huh. pretty all right, too. It. I joked with my wife saying, you know, if I ever got, like, when the kids leave and I'm bored, I might pick up a part-time job. She's like, what do you mean? I go, but a job that I did in high school that I'd have, it just, I do it for the sheer joy. Yeah. Driving around. She's like, really? I go, yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'll get like a little beater and get that yeah. Domino's thing on the top. Yes. Well, they stopped yes. putting the, the car sign post, whatever, on top because people were getting rolled. They're getting robbed. Oh. That's just it. Yeah. Wow. Like, so you're essentially inviting people to jack you for your, for yeah. your cash. Yeah. But I had, it was the best of times for me because even as a teenager, at times like, all right, you're closing the store tonight. I'm what? Like, there's real money and real things going on. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you're not a criminal, so yeah. do your job. Yep. And I loved it. It was on the way out the door. It's, you know, I do love the vibe pizzas. Of, uh, of the late night sort of thing too. I My first job was a, at a butcher shop. And oh, yeah. to begin with, it was just cleaning the dishes and it was getting everything tidied and cleaned up afterwards. So I think that I was there for about an hour after closing time. Uh, just to get everything cleaned and spick and spam. But I'd be there with the boss. The boss would be going down, doing the books for the day and that yeah. sort of thing. And 
the odd just shooting the breeze. Uh, as a bartender, I was obviously quite often the last one out because the servers would get off their shift and then yeah. just come sit at the bar. <laughs> For me, but it was I. I do love that sort of thing where it's like it is a little. It feels like a little bit of extra responsibility, a little extra trust in there when you're one of the last people out the door. Sure. But, I do like that vibe. Oh, same at the movie theater? Mm. Oh, I oh. could only imagine. Yeah, I got to flip something on before I, I head out. Like, my thing is, I would always, because again, think of teenage years. Uh, calories didn't count. Correct. So yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd throw a couple of larges in, and my, my buddy's like, can you do uh, like four slices this and that? Oh, that's brilliant. So I'd do my best. I mean, I would hate the, can I get double sauce on the side? No, you can't. Gravity's going to win every time. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want a little, it, I would juice this up. I'd throw it in. I still oh, think Domino's, God. they have a good wing. And again, I have zero loyalty. I have not oh, yeah. had any time to these yeah, people yeah. for 25 years yeah. of my life. <laughs> but man, at the time, and the, the twisty bread, which is just cut up dough. But it's, that, it's, that, it's that jug of that garlic butter. That garlic that butter? Is the, that's Domino's the now. And again, not an advertisement for Domino's, but I do love me some Domino's sometimes. They have a cheesy bread now, that like inside stuffed cheesy bread. Come on. It is the cheesiest Really? Cheesiest. Oh, so I, this dynamite. is something to look at, huh? Uh, yeah, but book your afternoon oh. off afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bounty no kind of afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no light featherly, featherly dresses or anything? No, no, no certainly no. not. Uh, yeah, well, you, you can't eat like you could then. No. But I, I love, same thing. <laughs> that is also where I, I watched my first person ever wash money through a pizza joint. We had a manager that, I'll leave out some parts of this story. It won't come back to me because I don't even think he lives in Canada anymore. But it was interesting. It was like, wow, the store is busy. And that was on a Friday night. We would pump out 200 pizzas. Yep. Got to think. That's a volume business. Even at sure even is. 15 or 20 bucks a pop for a large pie back then. And we ended up with new ownership. And they were a little skeptical of some of the numbers. Well, back then we had, the, it was like the carbon copy paper order sheet. So there were 10 on an order or 10 on a sheet. Well, often there'd be eight, nine, eight, seven. It's like, what? Well, he kept, you know, the spills, burnts, lost, damage. And everyone's paying with cash. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like watching them after, like we opened, we were open to like 11 or midnight uh, on like Thursday, Friday nights. Yep. Nothing beyond midnight. Yeah. Owen sound doesn't bump like that. Fair enough. <laughs> but I would see him, like there'd be a stack of cash on the top of the table and everything else started to go away. And I was always just kind of like, when I count the cash float out, I never line it up like that. I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. And my till always equals my orders. Like, uh-huh. it's, the yep. math yep. is really straightforward. Yep. And I'm also going, man, like, there's a lot of, like, burnt, lost, damaged pizzas. And we, when I was leaving there, putting in the conveyor pizzas, I'm like, those things don't burn pizza unless yeah, the no conveyor kid. stops. Right, yeah, yeah. Sure enough, yeah, uh-huh. he was, I think he got caught elsewhere for uh, being a little- Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You can get tips at work. You just can't tip yourself. Yeah, I, I had a manager at the restaurant that I worked at for a long time, and I remember he got fired for that. Like, basically, same thing, because you have losses, you have spills, you have- Sure, food, things happen. Pack, all that sort of thing. And then they fired him, but then a few years later, they rehired him. <laughs> they were so dumb because Come he was- on. It was almost, they're like, oh man, like we caught him on this. We're going to hope it doesn't happen again, but he's a real good manager. <laughs> Keeps our costs, expenses low. Yeah, exactly. Finds a way to move some numbers and some money. 
Yeah, and, and th- I mean, those cash businesses are they're so few and far between now. You have to be really selective unless yeah. now there are some pizza places that it's cash only in the door and they've got an ATM on the inside. That is your workaround. Yeah, for sure. I've seen that. That seems to be popping up a lot more lately. A hundred percent. Because then if you do get cash, you stick it in your own machine. You're basically just reusing your own cash in, in store and never really having to go to the bank. Yep. Yeah. I mean, now we're talking into some criminal activity. What a podcast. Mm, (laughs) Well, hey, true crime does pop off for people. That's true, yeah. (laughs) All right, went a little long. Thanks a ton, as always, for being here, uh, either in the potty in the show, uh, always streamed on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Be well, much love, Laura, to join us again uh, back next time, and we'll chat soon. Bye-bye. JLB Mornings. Weekdays 6 till 10 on Virgin Radio. And on demand anytime on the iHeartRadio app. And for more on the show, visit virginradio.ca.